KYW Original Podcasts. This is KYW In-Depth. My name is Matt Leon. The U.S. dollar is the world's reserve currency, and we hear a lot in daily financial reports about a weak dollar or a strong dollar, but... What does all that mean? How important is it? And could the idea of the dollar being the world's reserve currency change? We wanted to drill down on all this, so we caught up with Dr. Amir Shoham. He is an associate professor of finance and international business at the Fox School of Business at Temple University. Really interesting stuff. Check it out. So kind of let's start at the beginning for people that maybe don't know a lot about the topic. Uh, The U.S. dollar, the world's reserve currency, what does that mean for the dollar? So that means that central banks uh, usually hold the huge amounts or big percent dollars in their reserves compared to other currencies. And this is a part of a bigger question is about the dollar dominance in in the global uh, currency market. And this is really started mainly at the end of World War II. There was an agreement in Bretton Woods, that 1944, just before the end of the war. And over there, they had a lot of uh, agreements and they restructured the global you know, environment from an economic perspective. In that case, they put the dollar as the currency that was backed up by gold. And uh, most of the other currencies of Western, Western Europe, like Canada, Australia, countries, Japan, were pegged to the U.S. dollar. Were pegged to the U.S. dollar, they were like, like a fixed exchange rate, and they really, they, in that stage, the U.S. dollar became like the center of the system. And from that point on, even when the system collapsed and we moved eventually to a floating market in the beginning of the 70s, the U.S. dollar still is the dominant currency. And at the end of the day, uh, today, probably, if we talk about the reserve currency, about 60% of the reserves of those central banks are in U.S. dollars. But this is a decline because if you go like two or three decades backwards, maybe three decades backwards, we could go up to 85%. So we see a steady decline of the percentage of, uh, of the U.S. dollar as a reserve currency. Why is that? What is behind that decline? Is that other currencies becoming stronger, dollar becoming weaker? What's behind it? So first, we have other currencies that are becoming uh, stronger. Or, 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 and additionally, there's also a claim that central bank would want to diversify. Think about if you have a portfolio and you buy just one stock or you want to diversify it. But that's one claim. But we see a decline of the U.S. dollar as a percentage. And that, that there is a euro now and the euro is also going up uh, as a percentage uh, as, as you know, as the euro is in the last 20 years, it really replaced the Deutschmark and other currencies, but mainly the Deutschmark as a reserve currency, but, it, but it's a little bit higher. But I would think that there is a new competitor that's very, very small today, but in the long run, I see them maybe, you know, increasing their percentage, and this is China with RMB. Today, they're about 2%, but if you go five years ago, there was nothing. And you need to, to be a reserve currency. There's a lot of stuff that China is still not over there. Their markets have to be less regulated, more liberalized market like we have in the United States. So currently they are not at that stage, but they are now as part of the IMF basket in the last five years. And we see that they are doing a lot of stuff additional to get them not just a reserve currency, but being like a more dominant currency in the future, in global trade. 
So today the, the markets are really regulated, but if you compare it to 20 years backwards, they are much less regulated. So if we talk about that, that about 2% probably of the reserve currency today is China, we would probably expect it to go upwards. As the Chinese liberate the market, uh, liberalize the market, have less uh, regulation, they are really interfering today with the floating of their currency. They are managing it quite a lot with additional, a lot of regulation of flows of of capital into their nations and out of the nation. But in general, we could see that the Chinese are like in their strategic goal, they want to be a more dominant currency, that the RMB would be a more dominant currency in the long run. And that's part of it, that there are new players coming in. Is the dollar weak right now? Look, the dollar is... We could, I don't know if it's weak or not, but in, in general, we, we would want the dollar maybe not to be as strong as we want. And that's a different question than being a reserve currency. Because a, a dollar, if it's very, very strong, it would maybe be reflected of a very strong economy, but it's very bad for exports and very bad for other stuff. So you don't want the dollar to be too strong, but you want it to be a little bit weaker, especially now maybe in, in a situation like that, that we every, all of us have like, you know, Every, each and every country has the COVID-19 uh, economic uh, crisis. But we see that a country like China, for example, in many, many years, want their renminbi to be very weak. Because this is how they increase exports, especially in China, for example. I know that I'm going to China because, I, because I'm looking more at the long run. And China became the, you know, it's the, the size of the economy of China is almost as the United States. But they, in their case, having a weak RMB is much, you know, uh, much more profitable for them than having a weak dollar because their exports are much more dependent on a weaker currency because they export stuff that are very, very, uh, let's call it uh, intensive labor. So there's not high profitability. So if the currency gets weaker, they will increase exports quite a lot. But in general, we wouldn't want the dollar in the short run to be very strong, especially in this economic condition. But so, so it's, I understand that all of them, are, all of the stories here is about currency, and they relate one to another. But it's a little bit different. They're having a reserve currency in the long run than talking about do we want the dollar to be weak tomorrow morning or not. You talk about exports and imports to the the layman. How does the status of the dollar affect me day to day? First, I will tell you something. If we talk about the dominant of the dollar. As long as the dollar is like a reserve currency with huge percentages and it's dominated in global trade, the U.S. government, for example, as a reserve currency, could issue debt and foreign banks would buy part of that debt. That, that allows us to, you know, live maybe a better life or maybe in some cases I think that we live irresponsible because of that, because the government has too much debt. And in the long run, this huge debt of the government would maybe even affect negatively our dominant in in the markets or being a reserve currency because in the long run it creates problems. But in the short run, we could issue debt and we see that the U.S. government easily could replace its debt or even increase its debt in the case of the coronavirus, for example, by spending a lot of money, trillions. But this is one effect. The second effect is when the dollar gets weaker or stronger, it just affects the price of the commodities that you pay. And, and eventually we would prefer maybe, you know, so, so this is like a short-run effect. It depends what, what, how much the dollar is weak or strong compared to the RMB, for example, or 
compared to the peso, compared to the Canadian dollars, that those are three big trade partners. So I've seen some articles that have talked about the possibility at some point that the dollar could be replaced as reserve currency. Do you think that is something that is possible at some point? So again, so we started the discussion today. We said that the U.S. dollar is today about 60% of the reserve currency around the globe, and it went down, and it's in a, in a steady decline in the last few decades as a percentage. And that means that there's, first, more competitors, but more important, the reserve currency of a country has to be of a country that is very stable and, and advanced economically. And the U.S. has one problem in the debt. We are accumulating a huge amount of debt, of government debt, and that's not uh, healthy for the long run. For the long run, so we have to be have a responsible economy. And I'm not talking now about a specific, you know, people would like to say Trump, not Trump, but this, if I go backwards, it's the last 20 years, the last time that we had a surplus of the government, Clinton was a president. And that was for a very short few years. And if we go before that, it was also, again, a lot of a deficit of the U.S. government that accumulated to huge debt. And we would need to be much more responsible after we go out, maybe after COVID-19. Uh, we would have to rethink about our, uh, how we spend our, our, our money as a nation. So we would have uh, this debt uh, maybe go down instead of going up steadily. And uh, that's, that's one of the biggest problems that I see, not just as a reserve currency, but in general. And I think that if we didn't have this confidence of our confidence and other nations' confidence in the U.S. dollar, other nations with the amount of debt that the U.S. government has would have been in huge financial and economic problems. Most nations, almost all nations, maybe, maybe the only nation that could play with that or are very advanced nations like the U.S., but it's not a good path for the long run. What could happen if a day comes when the dollar is replaced? The, for the, what would be the ramifications for the American economy? To your point, if that day were to come, we would, it would come because of the status of the American economy. But what would be some ripple effects of that? So again, I don't see the U.S. dollar disappearing as the reserve, but maybe it's just going to decline. But it's not going to one day that there's not going to be any U.S. dollars in the reserve. That would be, you know, the U.S. dollar is still the biggest economy. And even if China is keeping up, still as per capita, the Chinese are like quarter of, of the United States of GDP per capita. So there's still a long way to go. But again, there's uh, even if we are going to be responsible, there's going to be other competitors like like the RMB that, that are going to to capture more of that uh, more of that market. Of, of the reserve currency and dominance of the currency in, in the global trade. Although the U.S. in the global uh, exchange rate is like nobody is even close to it. But again, if, if we, dec- we have this decline and if uh, the dollar becomes less and less dominant and so on, the U.S. government would probably would have uh, much bigger uh, p- problems in uh, refinancing itself. But that's a very long path, okay? Very long path. I don't see us going over there, but we would have to change stuff that it would never happen. This is what I'm saying. We are very strong currently. We have uh, new competitors coming in, but we, we could not go on with how we, the, the U.S. government spends its money or, or increase the debt without... And again, I don't like to pay taxes, but if you, have, if you reduce taxes, you have to reduce the budget. Again, you could not have like this dual policy at the end of the day. 
so it, it's the best to have our currency as a dominant currency, as a reserve currency, but it would be more difficult if, if it doesn't maintain its status. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 